0: Hey dreamers, it's Polly. I'm so excited to dive into this topic of how I structure my day. I'm gonna take you through a day in the life of what it's been like over here. And I'll be honest, it's kind of hectic, it's a little bit crazy. I am currently running Horatio Printing full-time. I have a 12-week-old baby. I have a three-year-old daughter. I am balancing my faith, my health, my marriage. And one of the big questions I get asked a lot is how do you balance it all? How do you juggle it all? And that's why I wanted to share with you how I structure my day. Maybe that will help you along the way. But before I dive into that, I want to invite you into something really, really special. I'm doing a balancing it all series next week inside of the Christian Dreamers Community Facebook group. So, you can actually sign up to join this challenge. Just go to bit.ly balance with poly, all caps B A L A N C E W I T H, poly. P-O-L-L-Y. So you can sign up for this Balance It All series. I wanna walk you through truly what is causing you to be out of balance, how you can rebalance and prioritize what's important and structure your week to really thrive. With this series, you're also gonna get a workbook. We're gonna work through this over three days. I'll be going live in the Facebook group and I want you to be there. This is all about really, really pouring into you and providing a new fresh resource to help you solve one of your big issues right now. So again, the link is bit.ly slash balance with I also have a link to that in the show notes. You can sign up and I'll be going live inside of our free Facebook community, the Christian Dreamers community. All right. So let's get real about how the last 12 weeks have been. I did a episode a while back on how to balance it all. That was episode 89. How do you balance it all? So I talked about juggling business, faith, motherhood, pregnancy, marriage, and home, and I shared my how to balance it all strategy as a pregnant person and a mom running ratio printing. But now I'm coming at you with the perspective of balancing juggling two kiddos, and just coming out of the newborn stage. And I'll be honest, it's not like I did this perfectly. I don't claim to be any sort of bar of perfection. I struggled with a lot of mom guilt. Uh, The newborn stage is so hard on you physically, mentally, emotionally. Your hormones jump up to this crazy state after 40 weeks, and then it comes crashing down. And on top of that, you're healing, you're sleep-deprived, it can be really hard on your marriage i know it was really hard on my marriage uh, we're just now getting back to this place of like breathing again where it's like oh we can really enjoy each other and laugh and get back to normal but that newborn stage my goodness if you are about to go through it or you just went through it or maybe you have a friend that's going through it it's just about surviving keeping the baby alive remembering to brush your teeth take a shower and just enjoying your baby as much as possible i was lucky to structure my own maternity leave so i took off about six weeks and i shared how i structured my maternity leave on episode 90. And how I built that because it is a bit different uh, having a maternity leave as a entrepreneur. You kind of have to DIY it. But I'm not gonna say anything of the past 12 weeks was perfection because it absolutely wasn't. But what I did was I took help. I definitely, if people offered help, I said yes. And I think that's so important. If somebody offers, you know, hey, I'll come watch the baby for this time, or you know, do you need some help? Do you need a meal? Yes. You absolutely need to accept the help you're given. Okay, so before I dive into a day in my life and how I structure my day, I want to share some really critical pieces of the puzzle first. Before I would even structure my day, I want you to understand that I have, number one, that I have clear foundations of what needs to happen in my day and in my week. And I also have expectations of what I can actually handle. And those two pieces are so important. I have foundations of what I need to put in my day and what I need to put in my week. And it's not like I'm going to hit all my priorities in one day. I'm not trying to juggle everything at once. I'm really focusing on one thing at a time and making sure within a week's span, I'm getting the things I need. So before I went into this season, I actually set up my fundamental needs of what I'm gonna be doing in this season of life. And I'll actually share them with you because I wrote them out at the Dreamer Summit. So if you're new here and you're like, wait, what are fundamental needs? This is a special training that is inside of our dream planners. And it's taught by myself and Chelsea Joe from the Systemize Your Life Academy. And it's a system to help you basically assess where you are in all areas of your life and then come up with one key activity that you need to do each week to be more encouraged in that area in your life. So walking into this season, knowing I'm about to give birth, I knew what my seven or eight fundamental needs were. In my spiritual life, my goal was to do my 365 app every day, which I have been doing that, but I also have really been enjoying the Lent Bible study right now. So I'm actually carving out time to truly sit and read my Bible. I was a little worried that I wouldn't have time and there was definitely days where I didn't have time, but I always had time for at least doing my Lectio 365 app. For physical, I didn't have any major goals in this area other than sleep, priority of sleep, period. For financial, my number one fundamental need was to stay on my profit first method, which is something I teach inside of the Faith-Filled Business Blueprint. For my professional life, truly my core fundamental need there was to surrender it, which is so hard for me to step back, to not hustle. And truly that's what I've been giving up in Lent is If anything feels like hustle, I really just want to stop. For my home, my number one fundamental need normally would be to invest two hours a week into hardcore cleaning, organizing. But honestly, my fundamental need was to hire a cleaner, (laughs) was to outsource. Because especially in those early days, I was just going to need help. So that was my fundamental need. For my personal, I really wanted to daily Journal to daily journal, and that's something I have been doing in my quiet time for my marriage. My number one fundamental need per week is to do my marriage journal, and I do that with my husband on Sundays. That is a staple in our home, we've been doing that for over four years, and it's so amazing. The marriage journal is created by Audrey and Jeremy Roloff. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Um, but basically you sit down every sunday night and you look at your week together and you answer six questions and it's not like you have to sit down and have this hour-long discussion you literally just write your answers in the journal and then pass it to your spouse Um, you can sit down at the end and discuss it that's the goal but there's some times where you just read it and you're like cool cool okay i'm going to bed i'm so tired but having that time where we check in with each other and ask What's one thing I can do for you this week? What was hard on you this week? What brought you joy this week? Are there any unconfessed sins, conflicts that we need to talk about? How can I pray for you this week? And what's a dream a dream craving or desire that's on the forefront of your mind, which is obviously my favorite question. And then lastly in my motherhood area, my number one goal was to have my not have my phone around my daughter. That was it. So I, I really set the bar, in my opinion, pretty low. This is not what my fundamental needs have looked like previously, but for this season of life, that was my fundamental needs. So I knew that those needed to get added in. And that's my baseline of success and survival in this season. So if you wanna learn how to get your fundamental needs and to truly harness them, we are gonna be going through our spring seasonal refresh inside of the Balancing It All series that I invited you to. I want you to understand your fundamental needs. I want you to truly thrive. And so I really want you to join this Balance It All series. Again, the link is bit.ly slash balancewithpoly. That's all caps. The link is in the show notes. I hope to see you there. It's going to be live. It's going to be so much fun. But I had these foundations, these fundamental needs, and these expectations set in advance and that's that's really important to have before you start micro planning your day fun fact i'm actually not a type a person i really don't like for all my days to look alike i know that sounds crazy like you would probably think as a planner person i'm like this really rigid schedule type a person but i'm actually not i am very much obsessed with being hyper focused on a task when I'm doing it and using my time wisely and being intentional with my time. But I really don't like too much routine. If things stay the same too long, I am so bored. So I like things to be flexible. I like to add things in. I like to tweak it, change it, adapt it. I think that's important. That's important for me. But every day is super different. So let me take you through a typical day in my life. Remember, every day, like I said before, is very different. But in this particular day, I'm going to take you through. I've hired a sitter for four and a half hours for my 12-week-old baby. So typically, in a normal week, my daughter, who's three years old, she goes to daycare from about 9 to 4.30 every day, Monday through Friday, which was a huge blessing during the early days postpartum. And then my son, I had him home with me until the eight week mark. I started bringing in a sitter one day a week, two days a week, three days a week. So now we're at a space where three days a week I have a sitter from 10 a.m. to 2 30. And during that block, I'm usually home as well. So I can be there if needed. But I have started to venture out. I'm doing workouts again. Finally getting back into bar class, started taking a dance class on Fridays at the YMCA, which has been a huge joy booster for me. And also I run up to the coffee shop sometimes to work from there as well, just because I feel like my brain gets a little clearer when I'm away from my infant. And also being around people and energy just kind of helps me re-energize and just have a really successful work block. Okay, so here is my day. I do use the five-block system that Chelsea Joe teaches, but it's a little bit different because of where I'm at. And I don't do my day exactly how she does because I don't wake up before my kids. <laughs> I'm just, I get I get every ounce of sleep I can get right now because my baby is not sleeping through the night. So my morning routine block, my morning block is starts at 7 a.m. I get up, I feed my baby. I'm usually exploding at that point. You just I need to feed him. So he's usually up around 7. My only true thing in my morning routine is just brushing my teeth. So I go right to that baby, I feed him. And then from about 7 to 8.45 is just family time. That's me cooking oatmeal, grabbing a cup of coffee, putting the baby down in his little chair. And the goal of this block is just to get Jane off to school and enjoy my time with her, make sure that she feels seen and loved. I help her get dressed, I put her hair up. That's really my Jane time and my Charlie time. I'm also focused on getting food in me. I'm happy taking oatmeal, coffee, and having some water. So once Jane's off to school, daddy takes her to school, then I jump into my AM block. And that is usually when I'm just having time with my baby, we're having good bonding time. And I put him down for his morning nap. He usually goes down for his morning nap around 9, sometimes 8.45, sometimes 9.30. Just depends on when that first wake up is. He is currently eating every three hours and his wake window is about 90 minutes. So it's all based off of his first wake up. So once he goes down for that first nap, this is really my first block of me time. This is when I'm getting ready, uh, Maybe I'm putting my contacts in, I'm making up my bed, and I'm resetting my stations in my home. I've built a lot of different stations around the house to help throughout this newborn stage, and I'm actually going to do a podcast episode on newborn systems and stations for success, or really, let's call it survival that have been so helpful this time around. Um, I definitely want to share those with you. But for example, I have a station for pumping where I've got all my bottles and pumps and everything, and I have a basket. So I'll replace that basket, take it to the kitchen get things washed and anything that's already dried from being washed I'll take it and put it back in the station so everything's sitting there waiting for me I don't have to worry about running around the house are where I actually pump and the kitchen sink is very far so I like to be as efficient as possible walking back and forth with my time as well But yeah, this is really where I'm just getting ready, investing in my home. So washing bottles, making up the bed, resetting my stations, putting on clothes if I'm gonna get out of my jammies that day. Maybe I'm throwing a load of laundry in, something like that, just kind of picking up the house a bit. And then 10 o'clock, the sitter shows up. Baby's typically still down at nap. And that's when I can really set into my work block. My first thing I add into my work block is my Bible study time, my intentional spiritual time. Usually at some point I have to pump in that work block as well whenever I feel like, okay, it's been a couple hours since I've last fed the baby or pumped. I'll go ahead and do that. I'll set the stuff in the fridge and I'll work on whatever core projects I have set up for that day. I usually like to work in 25 minute increments. So I'll set a timer for 25 minutes. I know I've got about you know, four or five 25 minute blocks that I can get through. And I try to focus on one thing per 25 minute block. In this time, I am not checking my email through the entire 10 to 2.30 block. I'll take one designated time in that block to check my email and then I don't look back because I'll just sit there and play tennis with my inbox. You know, balls come in, you hit it, you, you know, and you just stay in this constant zone of checking your inbox, the tyranny of the urgent. So I cannot do that. I don't do that. I try not to be on my phone. I'm just focused on the core projects I'm moving forward because time is of the essence. I eat my lunch and then I end my work block by using my daily notepad to craft my tomorrow. So my daily notepad is at HoratioPrinting.com. I did a whole episode on how I structure my day and how I use my daily notepad specifically. That was episode 100. But I always, in my in my work block, with A trip to the spa, which is creating a specific plan of action on my daily notepad. I know what my top three are for tomorrow, what my day looks like tomorrow, what my core projects I'm moving forward tomorrow. So around 2.30, my sitter will leave. Baby might be up. Baby might be napping. Just depends on the day. Newborn life is really unpredictable. And that's really where I'm just enjoying my baby. Like if he's still napping, I'll go back to work or I'll maybe work on some laundry or other things around the home. But typically, I'll just soak in that baby time, have fun with him, smile, play, tummy time, and then I'll put him down for his final nap. During his final nap, I might check my email again, get a little more work done. Maybe I have one last thing to hand off or move down the finish line. And then 4.30 is when my daughter comes home. And that's really when it's just core family time. We are prepping for dinner. Um, she's usually playing. Sometimes we color. Sometimes she watches a program. We eat at six o'clock sharp every night. And then we start our bedtime routine for Charlie around 7, 7.15. I give him a bath. He gets a bottle or a nurse and then he's usually down around 745, 8 o'clock the latest. Jane gets her bath around 730. Her dad gives her her bath, and then we put her down at 8 o'clock. So when me and my husband are here together doing the routine together, he's kind of more in charge of Jane. I'm kind of focused on Charlie, um, which is super duper helpful. But as soon as she's down, I'll go in there say goodnight to her. And then it's Me time, it's me and my husband time. This is our time to just sit and chill. The kids are down. So from like 8.15 to about 10, this is our time. This is usually when I am doing some home stuff, like maybe I'll put on a program, fold laundry, clean up the playroom, get the house in order, take a shower, him and I will chat, connect. Uh, Lately we've been building a fire and sitting in front of the fireplace and just like talking uh, at least one night a week, which is so great because sitting down in front of a fire really opens itself up to talking a lot more than sitting down in front of the TV. And then we start our bedtime routine which is getting ready, brushing teeth, washing face, skincare, all of that. And then I will pump again and I'll go in and give Charlie a dream feed anywhere between 10 and 10.30. And then as soon as I finish that dream feed and get him back down, I go straight to bed. And that's usually when he does his largest stretch of sleep. And then I'm usually up at like 3, 3.30 for his nighttime feed. And then he sleeps until about seven. So that is a full, full day in the life. That's pretty typical. I have been going to work out a bit more in the past couple weeks, so sometimes I will do that around 9.30 and then get home at 10.30 and start my work block then instead. But you can see in my day, I am prioritizing sleep. I'm making time for faith, making time for home, making time for marriage, and really making time for that intentional time with Jane. And so in a day, I am somewhat hitting all my bases. I'm not always crushing crushing it, I'm not always thriving in every area, but I am focused on my health spiritually, physically, mentally, and just maintaining that environment in my home where I'm being as present as possible. That's the goal. That's the goal, right? So that's the day in my life. That's how I structure my day. And I really would love to sit down with you live during the Balance It All series and just help pour into you so you can feel more balanced. You can structure your week, structure your day with success and stay tuned for my episode coming up in about two weeks on my systems for surviving the newborn stage. I'll be talking about how we do shifts, play stations, pumping stations, postpartum healing stations, all the things that it really, really helped me, uh, navigate that season, uh, a lot better than the first time around. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Just want to remind you that you are invited to join the Christian Dreamers community on Facebook, and I'd love to see you inside the Balancing It All series. You can check the links in our show notes to sign up for the Facebook group and also sign up for the Balancing It All challenge. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved. Bye, guys.